Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah. It's okay. That's right. We're glad you could join us. Nothing wrong with your It's time to sit back. Phone. Get comfortable. Or computer. Device. Talk about some weird stuff. Ever how you listening. Just chill for a while. We're doing this on purpose. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Okay. Here's Mad Man at nine. Got it down to 22 seconds, man. All right, perfect. Thank you. Yes, as he said there very quickly, uh, I am Matt Man. He is nine. Yep, that's us. I'm nine. He's Matt Man. Uh, many of you commented on my thoughts that the intro was just way too long. Yeah, and a lot of people seem to agree that the intro was too long, so we played it um, at 125% of the speed last week, and then this week, 150%. And then so, eventually it'll just blow up. Yeah, next week it'll be uh, one and three-quarter speeds. And then the week after that? I'm not good with fractions. The week after that, it'll be double speed. Full-on double speed. Double speed. Now, means, I've been on that before. That means we'll be done with the intro in 11 seconds. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Been there before, too. Uh, yes, episode 42. Ooh, that, now I feel like I'm tripping. Yeah. Can we slow it down to well, regular pace now? That's, no, that's oh, the acid. Fade it out. That's the acid. Um, <laughs> thank you so much oh. for listening to, uh, to this not only this episode, but the podcast in general. We uh, appreciate your listenership. Yeah, your ears. we really, really do. We really do. We say that every week, but it's because we really appreciate the fact that people want to listen to us talk about stuff. Yeah, it's not Weird horse stuff. emoji, poop emoji. No. It's it's legit. And not that I show any preferential treatment to anybody who listens over podcast or this, that, and the other, but I do truly, and the stats are there that someone who podcasts is more... Uh, invested in listening deeper and fully than someone who's just got it on in the vehicle. Clearly, it's destination listening. You didn't just turn it on, you sought it out. It sounds like a place I want to go for vacation. Mm-hmm. Destination. Are there topless girls there? Probably not. Well, I'll stay at home. Bottomless? But some dudes in the shower, though. Ah. Some dudes in the shower. And on the commode? Yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, we are on social media, and the, and the way that we use the feedback uh, with the, you know doing the podcast is we give our social medias out. Um, I am on I'm on Instagram, I am on Twitter, and I'm on Snapchat, and I, I gave those in the order of my use. So go back and listen. But on all three of those, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, I am at O Matthew, which is spelled O H M A F F. E-W. You can also give me feedback if you want to. Though my main goal is to see you naked. Titty pitch. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I do my Instagram. Nine rules spelled out: N I N E R U L E S. The picture will be of me. That's how you know it's me because it looks like me. But can they send? Uh, can you send naked pictures on Instagram? Yeah, you get them DMs. You can? In them DMs. Yeah. God. Yeah. I've never gotten it. You never opened the ones I sent you. No, you're joshing me. No. Uh, I didn't know I we were Jimmy friends on there. I'm Jimmy. No, for real. Good thing uh, your name ain't Jack. I thought that if even on the see, this is something I thought came up in that uh, that whole thing about you know reading your DMs and your stuff. Yeah. When Facebook bought Instagram, was that because even when people would DM, are you going through now looking for uh, booby pictures? No, or? I'm just looking at my stuff. Oh. Talk. I'm listening. Oh, uh, um, if someone sent a picture or even a DM talking about uh, COVID. That even the DM would be earmarked like they do the post. Yeah. So I would imagine the same thing would be uh, for a breast photo. There's still some level of privacy. I have seen people who've gotten like, suspended from uh, from like Facebook Messenger for sending a bunch of nudity and stuff and vulgar stuff. Um, but there's still some level of privacy. But then yeah. Again, where is their privacy? Fine. All right. The, the Snapchat's still the one. That's N I N E from T R G. Yeah. And there I'm you. on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. 
at O-Matthew, O-H-M-A-F-F-E-W. But enough about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, they got muggy here, man. Muggy? Yeah, that South Carolina muggy weather kicked in. Yeah, I, I, I've turned this regular T-shirt into a muscle shirt. I'm just yeah. sitting here like, hey, guns out, um, buns sun out. out. Sun ain't out. Buns. It's overcast today. Buns out. I'm wearing the short shorts. But that's what makes me think it's summertime. Whenever it, when it turns muggy, that's when it's summertime here. Now, sometimes that could be the middle of May. This year, it's, what, second week of June. Yeah. But that's when that's when it happens. When what happens? When summertime starts is when it turns muggy. You know, summertime doesn't like even hit for like two more weeks on the calendar. Yeah, but we're down here. Yeah. It's yeah, but generally speaking, it's always kinda Usually hot here by May. It's late yeah. this year. It's late yeah. getting hot and muggy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean now the uh now that the kids are starting to get out of school, I don't have kids, but other people do. Um it, it's, I thought you were talking about going to the bathroom. No, no, no. It's, I'm not taking them to the pool. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, it, it man, it's it makes me want a summer vacation. Well, where you want to go? No, I nowhere. I just wanted like three months off work. I want to like get out the first of June and go back to end of August. That ain't three months. It's two months. Whatever. You should have been a school teacher, a PE teacher. That would have been you. You would have been a good home ec teacher. I think. Yeah, I could teach home ec. Show you how to cook typing. Some stuff. You should be a typing teacher. Do they still teach that? Show you how to clean a bong. I don't know if they, they should teach typing. Everybody does it. Yeah, they really should, but they should do like a. a should be able to do it with one hand. Yeah. Hen pecking. Yeah. What would you teach? Uh, hmm. Sex ed. You didn't take sex ed. You ain't qualified to teach sex ed. I have a kid, though. Yeah, but a lot of people do because they didn't take sex ed. Um, what would I teach? <laughs> Psychology, clearly. They don't have that in high school, do they? Uh, lunch. <laughs> yeah, I can teach lunch. Yeah. Teach you how to eat it. What would you... Lunch, uh, that lunch. Oh, lunch. I see. Only well, lunch. shame on you both ways. Um, what, are there other professions? Like, we're free-forming this right now, but I think it could be fun. Are there other professions other than, like, being an athlete where you get seasonal time off? Teachers? I just, besides that, I Teachers think. and athletes? That's it. Yeah, I guess that's about it, where you have a season to work, and then, like, athletes have it the best, because they work at most, like, six months a year. Well, like, I guess NBA and NHL guys do, yeah, like, nine months a year, so they get a summer vacation. Like and two. NASCAR, too, like, jug schedule. I didn't really... They do, like, 11 months now, man. They start, God like, bless. February, and they go to the middle of November. I was thinking the other day, like, man, I saw him, like, every weekend for a month, and then I don't see him anymore. And I was like, oh, yeah. Long season. He's got to go race his car. But you think long season, you still get two months off. Oh, yeah. But more than that, you get two and, and a half months Plus, you only get to one, work one day a week. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a pretty nice schedule he's got. I'm jealous. Yeah. Okay, so teacher. Athlete. Or NASCAR. Well, same thing. Yeah, teachers and athletes, teachers and sports people. Other than that, no, I don't really think anybody else has, like, a season off. I could be wrong. Well, uh, I mean, if, if let's let's go ahead and just take entertainers out of the list. Well, yeah, because they kind of make their own schedule. Make their own schedule, tours, and mm-hmm. then filming movies and stuff. Yeah, I guess that's about it. But even then, a but lot then, of the athletes like to stay busy too. They don't take it. Some of them take good advantage of having that whole time off. Other ones like to stay busy. Others get real, real head. Like NFL players always enjoyed seeing uh, when we'd go to the Panthers, seeing some of the Panthers come in to training camp and be like really, really fat. Yeah, and then they get in shape quick in a couple quickly. weeks. Quickly, yeah, they get them in shape over at Wofford. Well, they, I mean, the players do it it's themselves. Hot as hell. They're grown men, they do it themselves. They sweat it off. Yeah, they do. And they really, but um, you remember back, we've talked about this before uh, for years about, especially down here, we're in Greenville, South Carolina. Everybody had the week of the fourth off. Everybody, man. Week of the fourth. Everybody week was off. off back in the textile days. Yeah. Everybody and that extended was off. up through uh, my childhood. Yeah. And when, when things were made in the USA. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, you know, it, Around here, it was, and it still kind of holds true. Is uh, we, we made this joke this morning on the Rise Guys Morning Show. Somebody called and said, uh, "I'm going on vacation," and we're like, "Where are you going? Myrtle Beach or Gatlinburg?" Because those were the two destinations. Um, it's uh, he's going to Hilton Head, by the way. He was going to Hilton Head, which we didn't Surprise verify us. if it was South Carolina. Yeah, I bet it is. Um, but. If if you had the whole summer off, like you would just sit at home, but you, or you imagine, who who has it? Radio people, our what? industry. What who, who has what? the summer off? All mankind. 
Yeah, I just think it's gen- a general thing that most people are off all summer in this scenario. Is that most people have Jesus. a summer break like like kids do. That would suck worse. Why the, would the it suck so bad? Traffic. Everybody can go and come as they please. I mean, it's it's like those two places I just mentioned: Gatlinburg, Myrtle Beach. Mm-hmm. Any time of day, bullcrap traffic. Yeah, well, as destination places, it's just I mean, a lot of people if they're think about it, you went to the, to Myrtle Beach or Gatlinburg for your week of summer vacation. But you were out of school for like two and a half months, and most of that time and most of the memories you have from then were during the time you were just out of school in your hometown. Yes. I remember way more like just being like being little hoodlums running around Poe Mill, man, in the summer we were out of school than I do about actually going on my summer vacations to the beach and the mountains or my grandparents in Townville live in the country and trying not to step on that rattlesnake and stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you not go on a lot of family vacations? No, I mean, we did some, but yeah. you spent, I mean, again, it was for a More week or time so. so yeah. But yeah, and then you get still like over two months to just run around the neighborhood. Yeah. And hang out in Greenville and like. That's when I became best friends with my grandma. Go to Tropical Island and stuff. Well, yeah. not when you're a little older though. Oh, when I was older? Yeah, like when you did stuff. I was still best friends with my grandma. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I was 16, best friends with my great aunt, so I understand. Like, yeah, young kid, like, my grandma was my best friend because, yeah. you know, summer, uh, she raised me, and then I would go spend, like, what it equated to about a month, I guess, down yeah. at her beach house. Yeah, I mean, up until I was, like, 13 or so, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents in Townville, and then yeah. after that, I spent a lot of time with my great aunt Anderson. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, like, if I could, if I could be frank, like my parents both worked, and, mm-hmm. and my sister, she was uh, she was great. She would go spend time at her friends' houses and like do the sleepovers and like the yeah. week long sleepovers. So I'd have the whole house to myself. Oh, wow, yeah, so I know a what lot you're, of masturbating going you're doing on. Same here, everybody. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, a lot of that. But was it was it was always the most fun time, you know. It was just it was like Home Alone, except I was like fifteen. Yeah. 14, 15. Yeah, I just remember those days running around Poe Mill specifically, man. It was the best because, you know, you just, like, go play baseball all day or go play football all day or go go ride around on your bikes tonight and where the, the homeless guys would camp out in the woods and there's always yeah. used condoms all over the ground. Or you go shoplift like you Yeah, you go shoplift, get busted shoplifting or break into the mill or break into the old Methodist church or, you know, not Hey, not 911, the, what's your emergency? My baseball's in the church. The county cops would come and play ball with us, man. They'd play ball with us in the churchyard. That's how we learned how so to— So those aren't all just video opportunities. No, that's how we learned how to— This was before body cams or anything. But this was—I uh, mean, that's how we learned how to break into the Methodist church. It was a closed-down church. It had been closed down. I mean, at this point, we're 10 or 11 years old, maybe 12 even, and this church has been closed down for our entire lives to this point. Right. So, and the, but the church was built before the actual mill was, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Old Methodist church, like really nice old brick building, still there. I think it's an active church now. Uh, different, not a Methodist church. I don't know what kind I of think church. It's Vietnamese, it. to be honest. With I don't, you. I don't know. But, uh, but anyway, so we would. Uh, making a joke. We hit a baseball, and it went bouncing down through the, uh, like the, the, the drainage around the base of the church. Called a mud flood, Jimmy. I guess I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I've never seen any other building like it. Come to think of it. Anyway, it wound up bouncing through the window that you had to jump down in the ditch to get to the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, and then the cops went and opened the window and climbed in and got the ball back for us. Yeah. Got a couple other ones back too, I think, while they were in there. Nice. So yeah, after that, we knew how to break in, and then we did. We'd send a little skinny kid through the window, and then the rest of us would go in the back door when he'd come open the back door. Nice. Did and we play frisbee with the uh, offering plates. No, but what was weird <laughs> was again this kids on summer vacation stuff. You find out. Is that the church, it's like they just left one day and never came back. I mean, sure, there's no power water running and stuff, and there was a, a, a dead cat that rats had been eating on the steps. It just went in there and died. And then the rats had been eating the corpse, and we saw that. It had been recent. Well, too. they, they yeah. have to go. Dogs go to heaven. But, Cats go to hell. But we're roaming around in there, man, and there's still, like, Bibles and all the, 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 the hymnal books are still in all the pews and the offering envelopes, and there's, like, vials of holy water up at the uh, are you, up at the Are pulpit. you being serious? Dead serious. We went all the, the Sunday school classes. All the furniture still in the whole church. They all must the, have had a major split down the middle where everybody's like, I'm not even going back yeah, to get this that's stuff. why it was one of those things. It's like going to Chernobyl or something. It's like they just left one day and never went back that's exactly what it was because nothing was taken out of the church everything was still as is there were still phones on the desks and stuff in the offices the youtube channel you could have had i know man i love those videos now where people go to those abandoned places the first one i ever fell in love with was a 
This was before even you could do video like that. It was a photo series somebody did where they broke into the old auditorium in Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. and walked around looking at like all the old Pepsi menu boards and the old prices and stuff when they closed it down because it was, again, left Just pretty left. much as they left it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was the craziest thing. And then the mill was the same way. That's why we were using forklifts to break open the vending machines to steal the snacks because they still had snacks in them. They just left and didn't come back. Oh, but how old were they? They hadn't been closed down that long. We ate them. We didn't die. That's before it burned down? Yeah, oh, clearly. Okay. <laughs> it just burned down recently. We were kids. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to do that stuff as an adult. You get the, in real trouble then. I was going to say, <clears throat> were you the reason why the damn mill burned down? No. You trying to break into no, the land. No, we were not the homeless people, quote, unquote. <laughs> homeless people? Yeah. We also weren't the insurance agents, quote, unquote. You know, I, I always heard this while we're on that little tip for a minute. I, I always heard uh, I heard this from a teenager when I lived at Poe Mill. So that means uh, that I was probably uh, 11 or below. Mm-hmm. But some of the men in the, the neighborhood of Poe Mill would. Uh, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Meet women of the night, yeah. a.k.a. whores, yeah. hookers. Uh, down there and and cheat on their wives yeah. in the old mill with hookers. Yeah, was it? Did you ever hear that? No, I never did, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. Again, I know where the homeless dudes used to go to hook up with each other. Your dad had told me. I'm, I'm sure kidding. he did. He knew all that <laughs> stuff. He knew where to find hookers in this town. I don't know if he ever. I'm sure he did at some point patronize <laughs> them, but you know. Well, he drove a cab. I'm sure he he didn't know where they were going or well, what they were going to do. No, he absolutely knew who they were and what they okay, wanted to do. Well, yeah, he absolutely yeah, knew. I remember that. I remember that episode. Yeah, he spent <laughs> half his life in prison before I was born. He knew. He knew damn well. Oh, man. But the, the uh, well, one other thing that's funny about Poe Mill days was I remember the, the mill was very overgrown through most of my early childhood because it was only operational in parts and not the part oh, of yeah. the. Anyway, eventually somebody went down there and bush hogged and cut a bunch of grass, and me and all the neighborhood kids realized there's a damn softball field at the mill that we never knew was there before. Oh, yeah, that's where Shields Joe played. Yeah, the old ball field was still mm-hmm. down there. So after that, we got to spend one summer playing ball on an actual Dude. field instead of just out in the grass. Because oh. it was cleared for that one summer. We went right down there, there at and the play. bottom of that You go down the... Yeah. the, the, the Cross the, over the road and it dropped down. The, the stone staircase right down <laughs> onto the field. Yeah, that's where we went. And oh. uh, we got to spend one summer playing ball on that old baseball field, man. And it was cool as hell. That was the only time for neighborhood ball we ever had a real ball field. Otherwise, it was just in a lot. Were the cement stands still between there? the churches knocking out windows? Were the cement stands still? Because as as because I'm older than you, as a child, I remember the layout of the ball field, yeah. and they had these cement stands. I don't but, remember the stands still being there, but you can definitely still see the, the shape of the ball uh, field, and the backstop was still there, and the staircase going down to it was still there. Oh man, it was I down rem- below the road, which was nice. I remember when hearing that Shields Show was from Greenville, and that he actually used to play with the Brandon. Mill down there at that field. I yeah. was like, God, I want to go down there and play. And it's like, it was like a swampy, nasty mess. He was always overgrown, except that one year they cleared it and oh, then they never did it again. Beautiful. So that one year we got to get to play ball down there every day, that all summer long. Did you see Moonlight Graham? No, yeah. no, never saw Moonlight Graham. <laughs> 
Never oh saw any of those guys. Oh my god! I never knew that's 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 a great story. That was fun, man. You played yeah, where Sheila's show did. That was the like, that was, again. That's that Sandlot stuff that was yeah. like think about it, the Sandlot is what you, I mean. It it's, makes people reminisce about summer vacation, and they didn't go to the beach or anything. They just were in their hometown because that's where the well, most fun of your summer vacation dude, took place. It's that whole thing. My first therapist told me this, and it was you see those memes now. My therapist told me blah 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 blah, and I heard that. <laughs> I was like, well, no crap. She said it. Yeah. But the thing about our memories are based on photos, mm-hmm. and what you're saying now it's ringing true so much because when you're off uh, in the summertime, uh, I mean, if you do a slip and slide or whatever in your yard or whatever, yeah. you might take pictures. Or, you, or at that point, your mama come out and take pictures. Your yeah. Dad. But otherwise, you only took the camera when you went to destinations Absolutely like AK right. vacation. Yep. You didn't take pictures of you breaking into your churches. Yeah. Or. Uh, Playing where she was jo- or those yeah. things, and, and you she, didn't have the access to because the cell phones. Are and whatnot. all my photos from childhood, for the most part, have been lost anyway over the years, and I don't have any of them anymore. So what do I remember instead, without the use of the visual aid to spur my memory, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember that watching Independence Day that time, and I remember. Uh, I remember all the other stuff that you didn't take pictures of because I don't have pictures of the other stuff either. So well, I remember what. Stands out in my memory. Some of those pictures you wouldn't have wanted to go see back then, kids. You had to go pick them up from the developer. Yeah, you did. And I remember. Be a lot that, of us committing crimes in those pictures. Well, you know, I remember. Not us, you and me, me and my friends back then. Yeah, sure. Yes, we didn't commit crimes uh, uh, up until uh, here recently. Yeah. Um, but I remember taking. Uh, About an hour ago. I remember taking pictures of like myself, not like naked or just like. You know, silly pictures you take as a teenager. And oh, you then, can still take naked with a Polaroid, though. We all did. But you get you no. These are not Polaroid. These are the. Tell ones me, you on the didn't film. take a picture of your junk with a Polaroid? I did of my butthole one time. <laughs> See, I really did. Just because I we was all like, did. I, I, I was like, I, I wonder what, what, what's, what's original, doing there. The original, the, 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 I mean, the original was Polaroids. Well, yeah, that's what they were for. But, um. Uh, My God, that's why our parents had Polaroids taking naked pictures of each other. Of course, it's the whole reason they had them. Did I ever tell you about when uh, I was at my, my uh, I can't say I was at my Blank and Blankles house? Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, and you I didn't fa- take the Polaroid on vacation. You just used it at home. They took naked pictures of each other on that. Because I found a uh, a, a, a a book when I was out in the garage. Yeah. I would say too much. I'll give it away. But I found someone's personal stash of their photos. As a couple on Polaroids, no, I'm related to these people. Oh God, no, yeah, it wasn't bad. Well, well, you're still related to them. So you don't want to see that. Uh, you, know, you know, it wasn't scarring. Okay, it, 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 did it give me uh, an erection? No, it did it. But it's go, not like it's ah. your parents or anything. That should be right. way. Yeah, okay, right. But yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's quite the thing. But yeah, the memories based on photos um and birthday parties and all that stuff yeah and and the whole thing rings true with like you know even relationships like oh you you know the relationship might be done or it might be a relationship from many years ago mm-hmm. and you the, the soft things you remember the good things are when you took a picture together because you were having fun somewhere but when you're pissed off at each other nobody says hold on a minute damn it let's take a selfie yeah when you're arguing inside a pancake house nobody <laughs> decides to take a picture then. it was a waffle house it was a pancake house when we went yeah, that's. I mean, I, and I did have that one nice summer vacation when I was out of school that actually, well, only one time that I can remember. It happened when I was a little baby and I don't remember. But then one time when my parents got married the second time, we took a trip up to uh, Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge. We always stayed at Pigeon Forge. It was cheaper. It was cheap. Way cheaper. Yeah, and more spread out. My dad liked it better than Ernest Herb Record Store was at Pigeon mm-hmm. Forge right before you get to Gatlinburg. Yeah, with a good taffy. So, yeah, plus, you know, it's closer to the Dixie Stampede in Hollywood. And why else would you Which have went? the main reason we went. Did people go to Gatlinburg prior to Dollywood? Yeah. They did. That's why they built it there, I think. Why? We'll why did Dollywood they go there? From around what there. was the draw? Just I mean, it was just becoming what it has become now. It was just the earlier days of that. Yeah. Gatlinburg's been a, a, a tourist spot for, I mean, Dollywood opened in the late 80s. It was a tourist spot before that. You know, Just I, being in the mountains, too, you know? Being in the, the, the Great Smoky Mountains, most beautiful place on earth. It's beautiful. Yeah, earmark that place though. On Earth. I want to ask you something real quick. Yeah, I've been, what am I earmarking? I forgot. Uh, you were talking about as a oh kid. yeah okay yeah. But why is that. it that people even back many many centuries ago people would go to the mountains like mm. the royals would come down here. Uh, uh, people with kings and stuff would build on top of the mountains. Yeah. But why is it only until like almost the turn of the century did we fall in love with beaches? 
Yeah, I'm not certain why we fell in love with beaches. I don't know why. You, like, I if you, li- it was, it was like poor land, like yeah. back in the day. But then suddenly, I guess it just became the trend that we wanted to go set on the beach. Yeah, I guess it became more about recreation. Maybe we, um, during the Civil War, people were not sitting on the beach. I mean, it, it probably had something to do with uh, being able to. It, I mean, here's the main thing: is trans- transportation transportation being able to get to the beach and get from the beach and stuff because you either had what if you lived there though i mean initially you had port cities which aren't for recreation that's nasty like charleston charleston yeah and then you had uh, like the big ports up north and stuff and again you don't want to go hang out at the port you don't go hang out where the ships are coming in the beaches were made in a sense yeah they were, they were cleared be, out and you couldn't get to like myrtle beach and a reasonable, if you were a working person, you had a family or a farm or a business or a job, I don't think you'd ride a horse to Myrtle Beach. We had the, Those places came about when we had cars, kind of like the final bit of Western expansion, like Los Angeles exists because of automobiles, because it's so big and spread out. And it was entirely, I mean, it's one of the, it, it, I, I'm pretty sure you could say Los Angeles is the largest American city by far that was developed post-automobile. All the other ones were largely developed pre-automobile, but Los Angeles was entirely developed in the world of automobiles. So it's way more spread out, and it's very different from every other major American city you've ever been to. Because all the, all the other cities model themselves after that, that, that loop they would always show. The yeah. famous loop in, in Los Angeles showed on chips. They had more of a grid in all the other big cities, like the big ones up northeast, where they were all really well established before automobiles came about. Yeah. And then you see places like Atlanta is another good example, and Charlotte, because those cities have grown tremendously since automobiles came about. Oh, very much. So it was Houston, Texas. Atlanta still is like a bullcrap city as far as like the, the perimeter loop. Yeah. That's so silly. Yeah, it can't. Maybe you need it. Yeah, but you got It takes sixty miles to drive the whole loop. The damn thing's huge. I know. The city, I mean, is massive. That's how big the city is. I, I despise. <laughs> I, I love the Atlanta Braves. I don't care for the Falcons. Yeah. I support the Hawks. I'm more of a Hornets guy. But yeah. damn, it's yeah. such a pain in the ass to even think about even going to a concert. Now. But Six Flags was fun on summer vacation back in the day. Six Flags was fun. Carowinds was, uh, you know, it was almost like I wondered, did Carowinds have some kind of deal with the Southern Baptist Convention? Because that was always, I think it was like the Baptist preferred theme Mm -hmm. park. It was. Well, Six Flags, depending on where you went to church, Six Flags or Carowinds either way. But Carowinds didn't have the Christian rock concerts. You know, that's what it was. I remember those Six Flags. At Palladium. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep, yep. Oh, God. Yeah. I I remember as a kid hearing... Uh, the, who would it have been? The Eurythmics uh, coming to the Palladium. Yeah, the oh uh, Six Flags was part of that same trip my parents when we went to Pigeon Forge a few minutes ago. You earmarked <laughs> it, and here we are back. <laughs> I earmarked it. Yeah, More, yeah. Uh, enough about the turn of the century beach trips. Let's yeah. talk about when you went to Gallenberg. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, good job though. Just one of the one of the, I mean. The, the only trip I remember with both my parents going. Okay. And uh, sticks out. there was a trip to Dixie Stampede. Man, I wish I could find that picture. That's a picture I'd love to have because it was one of those in the, the folder you get from Dixie Stampede oh, boy. where it's me and my dad standing with the, uh, you know, the, the showgirl. Yeah. And I'm all blushing red and stuff because she pretty. You know, showing my, cleavage. And my dad's there in his ball cap looking like a mugshot. So. Moved, your mom didn't want to be in the photo because no, the ladies. I don't think she was in that photo, oh. no. But I'm excited as hell and, and blushing all red-faced little kid she's pretty. Yeah, that was fun. I remember going there. And, went to Dollywood with both my parents, which is crazy to think about now. And I went to Six Flags with both my parents, but they didn't want to ride any rides, so I had to do them all myself. But I was like nine, so the big roller coaster, I didn't want to do by myself. Are you still nine? I mean, years old. At Dixie Stampede. Had a they, pizza girl moment. You know, they had like a bar. They was set up like an old saloon. Yeah. Now, and back in those days, they had a bar, but no alcohol. No alcohol. I don't and, know if they got it now. Probably not. They shouldn't. They would. I, I remember I'd get like a Shirley Temple, which was basically like Sprite with like cherry juice in it or whatever. And now it's just the Stampede, right? And it's like the Hatfields yeah. and McCoys or something. It's not. It, I mean, if you never went, it was. Or if you're not from the South, it was. I don't know who started it. Dolly Parton went up over there, but it was the Dixie Stampede, and you would go and you would eat chicken with your hands and watch a Civil War reenactment done in a very theatrical way for your entertainment. Yeah, I mean that that was it, and and you drank your your tea or your coke out of a uh, cowboy boot. Yeah, you did. That you would get to keep. Yeah, you had to keep the cowboy boot. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And it was a cup. It yeah. wasn't like a full boot. But you'd eat gross. basically like some roasted chicken or baked chicken with the skin on it, like a quarter yeah, chicken. Yeah, it was like a quarter chicken you'd have to tear yeah, it apart. Get and some was... bread and everything was just like handheld. There were no, I mean, you might have had a fork, but I don't remember that first few times I went. There were no utensils. And they would shoot the guns. It shot the sparks out. Yeah. And then uh, someone would fall. There'd be Part of it would be a horse show. Yeah. It would basically be a Civil War theme show, and sometimes the South would win. But that's the thing. Depending it was on like which, wrestling. depending on which side of the theater you were sat on, you 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 were either on the South or the North, and you cheered for your side. I mm-mm. I know. I, my dad didn't either, man. My dad took that very seriously. I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. Like I know too. I well. remember once because this is pre like internet, and you'd have to call. Yeah. And my daddy. Fail, they got a 6.30. Which side are we going to get set on? Like He would only set on the south side. A lot of people were like that back in the day. That's why it was hard to get set on the south side. If I went just with my mom to either the mountains or the beach and I wanted to go to the Dixie Stampede because I always loved the show with the horses and the guns and oh, stuff. Oh, it was great. Yeah, but yeah, my mom didn't care. We'd sit on the north side just fine, but my dad would sit on the south side if I went with him. That yeah, that's a lot, a lot of them old dudes were like that. But yeah, that's also the time I went well, to the Buford Puster Museum. And Dixie Stampede Museum. Yeah, I never got to, to, to the Pusser Museum. It was great. His burn up car they killed him in was in there. Really? Yeah. There's Tell old, me this story. There's a guy from Walking Tall, not the one no, with no, the rock, I, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. And he got into it with uh, some organized criminals from like uh, northern Mississippi. And he was in McNary County, Tennessee, which is out uh, in uh, the western tip of Tennessee somewhere. But anyway, he got into it with some kind of organized criminals, I think, from northern Mississippi, and it wound up running them off the road in his Stingray Corvette, and he died and stuff. Oh, okay. They cut his brakes or fuel line. They did something to sabotage the car. I didn't know if it was like one of those. off the road. Remember like in the old uh, 80s, 90s movies? Then they cut his brakes and ran him off the road, and he died. TV shows, maybe even 70s, too. I don't know. But he really did carry a big stick. And he walked tall. Yeah. That somebody would get in a car, and they would, as soon as they'd crank up the car, the car would just explode. Like, yeah. just Bounce straight yeah, up in the air. Like in Casino. Just like that. Yeah. Um, but what was weird about Dixie Stampede or the Stampede uh, was that you, you would drink the non-alcoholic drinks. And it was weird that I remember even as a kid, this is not like an adult. Dude, I just remember having fruity, non-alcoholic fruity drinks there. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. The, it was the, the Sprite with the cherry juice Yeah, exactly. Yep. And it like, it, you could say all day long it did make an impression on me, but it totally did because I remember like walking around, like holding the drink in the air, like, ooh, look, I'm drinking. But then I'm in a home uh, where my mom's a music writer, my dad's a deacon. We are strict, strict, strict. Don't you drink, don't you drink, don't you drink. Yeah. But it was like, and look at you. I like a fish. <laughs> but I ate the hell out of them candy cigarettes, but I don't smoke them. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I eat those too. Well, I meant cigarettes. No, cigarettes. Don't yeah. eat those. No, don't eat don't those. Don't smoke them either, but no. you do what you want to do. No. If we, if we keep going, we're going to wind up talking about Calvin Gilmore's Carolina Opry. I think it's just the Opry now. I think it is, yeah. I think it is. I don't think his name's on it anymore. He might have passed away. What is that, like, where Hard Rock Park was? What's there now? Anything? I think it's an abandoned amusement park still. Uh, is it still really? I think so, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I got to go to that the one summer I think it was open. Yeah. Did you go? No, I never went. Never went. They they rebranded it and opened it a second year, but I never went to that either, man. Never went to either one. Um, but yeah, the, oh yeah, man. I wanted to mention other things. Uh, a couple other things you, you did at home during those vacations too. Okay, we've it's, mentioned uh, breaking into churches, yeah. masturbating, and sports. Yeah, we mentioned those things, but there were other other staples of the summer too. Oh man. Oh, I just had a light bulb go. What'd you get? Well, I, I I'll tell you this. I I would keep a, a little. Uh, I'll just call it a cup, but it was a Dixie cup. And I'd keep it on the piano, which was right by the door. And this was after I learned a lesson. Anytime I'd get change or find change, whatever, I'd hide it and put it in this little cup. Uh-huh. And then if I was, let's be honest here, if I wasn't outside, I was probably on the couch watching whatever, Tom and Jerry or Gilligan's Island or something. Most likely. And then I'd hear, do 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 whatever it was. It sounded like a Nokia <laughs> call just now but no it was the ice cream truck if, if you listen to this take some time after this and if you don't know too man you should google ice cream truck song and just read about it i think i know this did it have some kind of racist thing to very, it very much so yes very much so. Yeah, it's, it's I, an interesting read i believe i have uh pondered that in the past or, or read up on yeah, it or something where interesting it was read. thank god they probably played the instrumental yeah and thank god that the one that came to my neighborhood which again was a very diverse neighborhood i grew up in when uh, poe mill in the 1990s they seemed to play more pop goes the weasel on that ice cream truck third base 
No, no, the old one. Which oh, again, the that's probably that's an old song. It's probably racist too. Everything old is. Everything old. Yeah. yeah you're so right. Sad. But yeah, I would uh, I would go out there. This was when it was still a real ice cream truck too, like where the the guy would almost be wearing like a uniform. It's almost like the way it used to be. Like male people would wear uniforms. Oh man, see when I was a kid, male it, trucks. The ice cream truck in the nineties, man, in those people days, always just some gross person handing you ice cream. Oh, out of the window. oh, I, I had yeah. a, a different way where they would be wearing a little uniform. It was never good had anybody humor. dressed like Reggie from uh, Phantasm giving me ice cream ever. Well. Uh, it, it was is good humor, and the, the, it was a, it was a guy. But uh, my favorite was the, jeez, uh, man, I should know this because I think they already knew my order. I was like Norm going into Cheers when they they they, they knew me. But mm-hmm. it was the red, white, and blue popsicle, the bomb pop, or sometimes a rocket pop, but bomb pop was the big one. Thirty five cents. Ah, oh, okay. Thirty five yeah, yeah. cents, and I remember like how much I loved the white part of it because it turned out it was it was. Lemon. Yeah. It didn't taste like vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, man, I really like the uh, the Bomb Pops, the Rocket Pops. Those were one of my favorites. They also had the uh, what the chocolate banana one. Man, see, that, 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 not, as not, have 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 not as good as it should have been. Not as good as it should have been. Not as good as it should have been. Yeah, not as good as it should have been. Well, how been. old was that banana, I wonder? Yeah, probably pretty old. Probably a pretty old banana. Yeah, I remember the, the, the one I used to get that wasn't even that good, but I liked it was like a... And it was some baseball-themed thing, and in the middle it had a baseball that was chewing gum, so you could have bubble gum at the end of it. Yeah. But I don't remember, what, oh, I don't remember what it was or why I liked it so much. I don't know, but I remember that, too. They yeah. just popped right. But the, stand, the old standard was either the uh, the Nutty Buddy. Nutty Buddy with the oh, The man. waffle cone, yeah. Yeah, that waffle cone was so chewy. Yeah, it was. It was either that or the bomb pop for me, man. Yeah, man. And right sometimes here. the baseball thing or something with the, the bubble gum. Screw your regular ice cream sandwich. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I wouldn't do nothing for a Klondike bar. I don't like them, and I don't know that I can call it that anymore. No, no, you still can. Okay. You still we'll can. just change the imagery on there, maybe. Yeah, it's just, yeah, so I didn't like those too much either, man. <laughs> and the history of the Klondike bar, something I read about recently, it's not that old. Not as old as you'd think it would be. You'd think it'd be like an older ice cream, but it really hasn't been around all that long. At least not widely available. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, with that, it's just the the depiction of the character. Not the the word Klondike is not offensive. It's it's the imagery that the character had on the bar. Polar bear. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's always been a polar bear. I thought Klondike was the one that got, and they had to change their uh, symbolism or their marketing brand. Think Land Lakes? No. So I, you were eating sticks of butter instead of ice cream. That explains a lot. No, come on, man. Don't do this to me. What would you do for a client? Yeah. I yeah. don't remember that, man. Well, it could have been. Something recent. I just remember being a polar bear. I just remember uh, <laughs> I remember the, the the fact that when I would hear that, that ice cream truck sound mm-hmm. prior to not having my money in order. Oh, you I go mean, off running. You, yeah. Panic. Panic would it would ensue, and you would hear the the flow of the the sound of the thing, and you're like, okay, I can tell it's getting further away, so that means they're going to go, but they're going to come back up. Yeah. But if I don't catch them before Sixth Avenue, let's face it, Matt. I was Matthew still. Yeah. Matthew, you are not going to walk all the way to Conyers to get it. Conyers no, was several streets. Yeah, you're not going all the way down there to get no. it. No. By that time, you might as well just go to Hemistry Grocery and get you a popsicle. Might as well. 
Or push-up. That was another one push I Push-up was good. Push yeah, ups. push-ups were good. A great way to repurpose old paper towel rolls. Yeah. Toilet paper tubes. Let me ask you a silly question. What? I mean, I you know, I live ask. in a neighborhood and stuff. Do they are there still ice cream trucks? I think so. I don't really know though, man. Probably not during COVID. Yeah, like last year might have killed them off. I mean, I don't I don't know. I haven't lived in No, 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 no in my old neighborhood that I just moved out of. I saw ice cream trucks sometimes. Yeah. You're so yeah. excited right now. Ice cream trucks <laughs> did come around there because there were a lot of kids in the neighborhood. So yeah, I'd see like, ice Damn cream it, trucks. I'm trying to sleep in here. Turn that off. I bought something from one, three, four years ago. I saw it going by and I was like, I want oh. some. When I was we, out there in line with the kids, man. <clears throat> when we moved to Taylor's, because you got to understand, when we moved from Poe Mill, which was like a $25,000 house, mm-hmm. to the Taylor's, which was like nearing six figures. We'd also house. buy hot weenies from the ice cream truck, too. Really? They had they had soft drinks, hot weenies, like little bags of Cheez-Its and chips and stuff. Yeah, in the nice. 90s, they had it all, man. Well, when we moved to Taylor's. Candy bars. They had, the ice cream truck had dull fresh fruit. Oh, fancy. Dude. Highfalutin. Yeah, but it was like a dollar. Yeah, it's, well, it's on demand. Yeah, but I go from 35 cents to a dollar. You got to pay the delivery fee. I had to, del- yeah, but I had to decide, do I want three that of pays this gas. or one of that? Yeah, three of this. Always three. It was always one. three of this. Yeah, it was right. always three of this instead yeah. of one of that. Yeah. I can't. If I didn't eat all three, I had a freezer to have one in an hour or so. Yeah, I'm sure You that can't happens. eat too many, you get a headache. Yeah, you do. That's the only reason you didn't. Eat them too fast. Absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing, man, I guess. Uh, went to but a lot the of, panic would ensue, yeah. though, and you'd have to find the change. And it's always, I mean, it, I don't know when it started. I guess the big movies started coming out when they started gearing movies more toward kids, which would have probably been the 70s or 80s. Because before that, most movies were geared towards your parents. They weren't geared towards children. Then they started to realize, well, if we do this, we're going to sell way more tickets because you got to get a kid a ticket and then two parents and then whatever else going. Uh, yeah. So they realized they'd sell way more tickets doing kids' movies, so then they exploited that and exploited your family and ripped off all your money. The makers of White Picket Fences did the same. Yeah, they did. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of movies in the summer because all the big movies came out, especially all the big movies that kids wanted to see, oh, yeah. always out during the summer. Well, that- I'm glad I got it when movies were still good, too. They ain't like that anymore. Now they're all tailored to the Chinese market. My movies were tailored to us. Well, I mean, that's your... I just... I'll tell you this. To that, that's like a... I'm, I'm right now in like 19... Uh, late 80s, early yeah. 90s in my, my timeline. You're I watching just, E.T. right now on summer <clears throat> break or something. No. I just remember how many movies I never... Like, when people talk about... Going to see Star Wars the night it came out, or mm-hmm. going to see this movie the night it came out. I remember I would see a movie when it came out, the dollar movies. Yeah. In the summertime. Yeah. And that movie had like it's six months old at least. At least. Yeah. I mean, at least. And you know, I, I remember a lot of movies. Like I talk about Back to the Future is my favorite movie. I saw it on HBO. Yeah. For the first time before I saw Back to the Future two in theaters. Uh-huh. But the first one, I it was out in theaters and already to HBO, which was probably a year later. Oh yeah. So I I, I wasn't even probably aware of it necessarily. Yeah. Man, I remember the first movie I saw like opening weekend was. Uh, I only have one story uh, particularly about that. But what was yours? Halloween Six: Curse of Michael Myers. I was like eleven. Really? Yeah. And that's probably one where is that one you they just dropped you off? No, my mom went with me because it was rated R, and I couldn't just go buy a ticket to that one at that point. Yeah, yeah. Was there was there naked women in this movie, or was it for <laughs> language? Maybe smoking. See, I have in my mind the theatrical cut and then the producer's cut, which are slightly different. But I don't remember any nudity in the theater. Maybe a little bit in the producer's cut, a little bit, but not much. What would happen? Like I know what would happen when you know when there was nudity in a movie or TV show. My mom would say, "Phil, turn it." Or if we were in a movie theater. Um, she would cover my eyes. My parents didn't give a damn. They didn't care. Yeah, it's like my thing about when I was hanging out with my dad. Uh, he would, uh, we, he was living, Look, son. He was living with my grandma, and basically she occupied the front of the house. He had the back of the house. We had like his whole half the house, basically. You live in a restaurant. Might as well have been. But uh, but no, we'd always go to this little video store where they charge you a dollar per night for a movie. You'd go pick it up and take it back the next day and get another one, dollar a day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where I was always watching all those old horror movies, man, like Night of the Demons with the topless uh, girl and the lipstick and all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's where I was watching all those movies, and my dad would just tease me about it. You know, he didn't care. What? Would he watch them with you? No, yeah. He'd be, oh, don't you look at that. Don't. But he didn't, he didn't care. 
My Did it ever make demented. you feel awkward, though? All the time, Did yes, it? absolutely. Because I remember one time. Yeah, dude, I, I remember I was like five years old watching Ghost with my mom. That was very weird. Can I, I'm going to tell you something right now. I was now. laying on the I, floor pretending to be asleep. It was uncomfortable. Something has led me to this moment. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you something that, that, that really bothered me for a long, long time. What was that? My mom was, this is when Mary went to Brazil on her mission trip yeah. with the church to uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And... So they have a statue called Christ to Redeemer on top of a mountain. Why do they need missionaries? Listen, there is more work to be done. And so on the weekend, uh, you know, uh, I fall asleep on the couch. I wake up and my dad is laying in the floor asleep because he would sit in the floor watching TV and he fell asleep. Yeah. And it was on HBO and it showed these Brazilian rockets types. Mm-hmm. They were in Brazil, which really weirded me out because that's where my mom was. Yeah. And they were, and I say Brazilian, maybe I'm associating that with the fact she was there, but they were uh, South American, whatever. And they were very, very hot, and they were completely topless. Yeah. And they were doing the kicks and everything, and I'm not making a second of this up. That was the first time I ever remember getting an erection. Okay. And I, I but my daddy's laying right there. And yeah. I, I, I had no clue what was going on. I'm being... Straight up, I had no clue what was going on. Because you didn't get to take sex ed. I, I I started to. I almost woke up my daddy thinking that something was wrong with me. Yeah. Like did a did a bee come sting me while I was asleep down there? Oh yeah. Or uh, why does this feel good to me? This is weird. I just see these uh, ladies bouncing around. I hate dancing. This sucks. Yeah. But their boobs are huge. Yeah. But see, I knew I liked those from an early age, like watching Night of the Demon and stuff. I liked it then. And yeah, I knew but, I did. Because I was conditioned to anytime there was even a glimpse of a breast, yeah. turn it. But then I could see it, and then I'm seeing this. Right, and I'm it's like, more of the taboo of it more than anything. But I'd be, I'd, I'd, but it was also like I could see my dad's shoulder. In the, and so it's like. Yeah, you got to raise uh, up. It was such a, but almost scarring in a weird oh, way. Oh, yeah, man. I've never shared that story with a soul in my life. Childhood's an interesting thing, isn't it? It molds you so much more than you'll ever, ever know. It does. It, it will. Does. I'm glad I got to spend a lot of mine at home by myself. Yeah. Really, I am. It really helped out to spend do a lot you, of it alone. Would you, how big of a, how much of a different person would you be had you had a in the home sibling? Probably very different. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I can't say. I mean, obviously, I can't say at all. I have no no way to know. I but sometimes wonder be that different. about myself. Like, I really do. If you didn't have a sibling? If I did not have a sibling. Yeah. Yes, I do have a sibling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sometimes wonder about that. Man, that's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I think about that. I, I mean, I know why I think about that, mm-hmm. but it's, it's part of something I'm doing with my therapist right now. Oh, yeah. Not anything sexual. Just uh, hopefully uh, exercise. He's a nice oh, guy. No, it's it's a female. Oh, okay. Um, but not of uh, not of my uh, stature. Yeah. Yes. She's not six two. No. Oh, okay. She's way shorter than that. Okay. No, I've never seen her standing up. I've only looked at her on my phone. <laughs> oh yeah, everything's on Everything's Zoom. Zoom now, which is yeah. awesome. But uh, no, I mean, part of it is that uh, I'll tell you what I'm talking about is that that draw for attention as mm-hmm. a child that you don't realize that you have, and and then if if slightly. There's, and I'll, I'll be quite frank with you because yeah. this is where it came from. Is as the first child, my parents didn't know how to maybe raise a kid. Not just that. Mine but like, didn't. My dad had four other ones. My mom had one other one. They didn't know what they were doing. I remember, I think it hit me when I was like nine or 10 years old. Like, there's way more pictures of, uh, of, of Angel. There's m- way more photo albums of Angel's birth and all this stuff. Yeah. But I was like the guinea pig. To like figure out, oh, we should take pictures of this and this and this. Yeah. But as a kid, I remember looking at all the pictures, and it kind of hit me like, man, they just don't like you as much. What's the thing I've heard people <laughs> say is that if you have three kids, usually you're, uh, you're, what, either uh, you you you're not hard enough on the first one, too hard on the middle one, and just right on the third one. I hope it's that way with marriages. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like the, the Goldilocks and the Three Bears, you know. I want some porridge. Too hard. This one's too soft. This one's just right. Yeah, no, you're too it was hard. Too hot. Too hard. I'm talking about the beds. Too hard on the first kid. Porridge. They were then the beds. You remember the whole story? Porridge, was... and then she ate porridge, and she went to sleep. And then when they came home, she was asleep in the baby's bed. Wait a minute. Damn, I I, I thought it was the opposite way. Well, the story's in the public domain. We just stole the whole thing. Well, we didn't steal it. We just. Stole it. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, uh, but yeah, you know, you, the, oh, I heard you're people right. say that too hard on the first kid, 
or no, not hard on not hard enough on the first kid, too well, hard on the middle kid, mm-hmm. and then uh and then uh just right on the third kid. No, I think it's the the at least my experience, it was too hard on the uh first kid. Mm. Easier on the second kid. They realized, ah yeah, we, we shouldn't have made him actually have that's, to go get his own switches. That seems like it it'd be interchangeable almost. That you'd either be too hard or not hard enough, and then do the opposite on the middle and get the third one just right. Especially when the, the firstborn is a boy and the second one's a girl. Yeah, because like you know that it was that thing. Where, oh, sexist. Sure, I, I chauvinist. Mean, she never had to go get her own switches. Oh yeah, you had to get them for. Her. But then again, maybe I was more of an asshole kid than she was. I bet you were. I'm sure of it. You weren't biting uh, people and stuff. Sure. Of it. Hey, look. Yeah, I was. I, was <laughs> say, I can't blame it on, dude. That's one of the craziest stories ever. My own birthday party got canceled because I. You were biting people. I was biting people. But you were a vampire. But I still Because your birthday is Halloween. Yeah, my birthday is around Halloween. But I was Dracula that year. But I still had a biting complex. I would just go up to, like, girls and I'd bite them on the arm. Yeah. And so, oh, you should be... uh, And then I bit everybody and then they ended my party early. Yeah, they had to cancel the party because you were around biting people. Kids were screaming. They should have let you be a vampire if you had a biting problem. Silly. I know. They should have had a ball gag. Oh, look, he's an (laughs) S&M kid. Whatever. Or adult. uh, Whatever. Um, This is fun. Yeah. There's got to be a part two of this, man, because we even got into like the teenage years of summertime when you actually got to... Your buddy who had a driver's license and your parents thought that he was way better than he was. You got to go out of town. Yeah. Oh. I tell you what. Should I ever tell my mom before she passes away all the lies that I told her? Or is it best just to keep them? I, man, I tell you. I, I Man, a question for me to answer. Oh. Who who will answer it? You. I. You. I is he, says she. You said you. Uh, He. They. <laughs> I got to get some lunch, man. I'm starving. Yeah, me too. I'm Jimmy, this is episode 42. <laughs> uh, ooh. Was that real or was that a sound that's, effect? That's the hunger. Uh, we're going to break out of here. Please do us a favor. If you haven't, please subscribe to this podcast. Please uh, comment on the podcast. Give it a review. Hopefully you like it. And and please, honest to God, please share it on your social media. We would really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, let people know. If you like it, share it with some friends. Maybe they'll like it too. Maybe they won't. But if they don't, you can still say you got it one over on. Yeah, do that. So uh, for Jimmy Jack Jackie, I'm Matt Man, And we'll see you uh, back here next week. Yeah, we will. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Alright, get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.